Welcome to the Unstoppable Business Podcast. Dive into top business trends, ideas, and tips to help you run a better business. Let's jump right in today with your host, Arun Mehra. Hi, now today I'm, I'm here with Dan, uh, one of our commercial finance managers. And uh, Dan, how are you doing today? You all right? Yeah, I'm too bad. Aaron, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, thanks. So, right, what are we talking about today? GP Finance, am I right in saying that? GP Finance, yeah. We're going to talk about GP Finance today. So, right, so what are the main issues that GPs find when they're trying to raise finance for buy-ins or buying their practice? What are they? Yeah, so I think what, what we're seeing at the moment in the GP sector is there's a shortage of new partners coming into to the um, healthcare. And the reason for that is that a number of reasons. So one is that the number of qualified GPs has reduced. Yep. So you've got less people coming in. And then also you've got a, a bit of a reluctance from um, GPs or salary GPs um, becoming partners. So they don't want to step up and become partners. So obviously that's reducing the amount of partners that you've got. Yep. There's, there's a couple of reasons. Obviously everyone's got sort of pros and cons for that. Obviously, for the pros of becoming a partner, you're going to get more control over the practice. So you're actually going to get a say on what that practice is doing. Obviously, you need to work within the NHS framework, but you know, you're going to get a say on the types of services you want to do and how that practice is run. Yeah. Also, you know, it's not all about money, but obviously the, you know, the financial benefits of becoming a partner as well. So um, once you become a partner, you'll have that increased salary because you'll get a share of the profits and then also you'll get a share of the freehold of the practice that is based in so obviously you will hope that that practice over a period of time would increase in value and then when you become you know get to that point of retiring you know that has increased in value so you've got that financial benefit see, in terms of cons you know you may be happy being a salary gp you know you, you do that you got into nothing wrong with that, is there? Actually, no, no, no that's so that's you, you what you want to away. do. You know, you you can walk exactly, away and forget about any other pressures in that respect. Exactly, Absolutely. yeah. So you've you've got that. So that's what you want to do. Also, you've you've got the element of you know you're getting into a partnership of sort of partnership of convenience. You know, that you're not choosing the people that you mm. you're going to be working with. So that they're the partners at that practice. You know sometimes that can cause a little bit of conflict going forward so you may just be happy that's not that not for me and then also you're going to have the other part of you're going to be running a small business you know gp practices turn over a lot of money and there's a lot of services they do and that could take up a little bit more of your time that maybe you don't want to do so there 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 are sort of pros and cons to, to 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 both sort of scenarios really but you know if you've you've weighed up you know, the pros and cons, you found a practice that you actually want to become a partner in, you know, you like the partners and you like the way everything's going. Your next part of it will be, how do I finance that? You know, how, how do I arrange my buying loan for, for that? So there's sort of two elements that you can do it as really. So I should take one step back, one step back. Yeah, so, so you're, you're a young GP or young GP, a GP, you've been yeah, working, GP, yeah. you'll be a GP, you're working a number of years and opportunities come yeah. to buy into a practice you may be working in or another practice yeah. and um, because of a retiring partner. So you're going to try and raise finance to buy 
your share of the freehold effectively that's that's yes, the, that's yeah. the situation really, yeah. isn't it yeah because within within um gp passes there's no goodwill Correct. element yeah. so when you're buying you buy a share and that's normally of a share of the freehold value okay and that freehold receives a notional rent which has been predetermined already okay so yes correct so okay yeah. so so the, the challenge is how do i raise the money to make it work for you as a buyer but also <laughs> potentially for the current owners as well correct correct yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah cuz what what will happen is um at the point so normally the scenario is there's a a gp look or one of the partners looking to retire so what they'll do is they'll normally have the, the the freehold valued and you know if they've say if it's worth a million pounds yeah. for a nice round number you you're buying in there's four partners and you're buying sort of 25 percent of that yeah so you'll need a loan for circa like two to two to buy in and then what an effect that will do you buy in and then the outgoing gp will take their cash and then they'll leave the partnership and sure. then you become the new partner so it's sort of as one steps up one sort of gets removed from the partnership that's that's a normal scenario when when a, a buy-in loan is is needed and so you've got the normal buying loan so you've got the the i say simple version but what people will tend to do is instead of um sort of arranging the loan in the practice name they'll arrange a loan in their sole name so it's still a business loan but it's a business loan to them sort of personally yeah and then they will raise that finance normally the term 20 to 25 years obviously when they're buying as a partner these are long-term sort of you know yes. visions and yeah. they're, they're doing it for, for a long period of time so they'll they'll do the arrange the loan and then the issue with the the buy-in loan has become is that there's a, there's a lot of lenders are not really looking at these now because they're unsecured loans. Yeah. Um, you're arranging the loan for two hundred and fifty thousand, and it's not against the freehold. It's to them personally, you know, in a good sector where they're going to get a good income from that, and then they have to lend to them personally. So, because it's an unsecured loan, the amount of uh, banks that can do it has reduced, okay. unfortunately. Yeah, and so we we still think it's a really good sector, and obviously there's yeah there's no no issues there because they're getting a good income because their actual repayments are going to be done based on their salary and their sh share of the notional rent. Yeah. So that will pretty much fund the, uh, the the loan repayments for the loan over a period of time. So that's how a buying loan sort of tends to work but very simple you arrange a loan to you know mr smith or mrs smith is going to buy or dr smith rather yeah it's going to be buying in and then the, you arrange a loan and then that 25 percent share buys out the other partner okay but what there's an alternative way though isn't there Correct. yeah so what we're looking at an alternative way and uh, there's a few practices that have, have started to do this as well because there's like i said earlier there's because there's a shortfall in terms of GPs sort of becoming partners, yeah. what a practice sort of needs to do is try and sort of you know, sweeten the deal a little bit if possible. So, you know, to, to make it a little bit more advantageous for someone buying in is what they could do is arrange the loan but as a practice. So 
instead of them doing a sort of buying loan from themselves, yeah. the practice will in effect sort of refinance the whole loan. So again, if we use that million pound figure, so the new partner buying in will still buy in for 250,000 yeah. on that million pound. The other three partners will have their loans. And, then and they might be lower in value, those loans, correct? They may be lower in value, yes. Yeah. So they may be slightly lower in value. So then you're probably thinking, so why would the other partners want to secure a higher loan against yeah. their freehold yeah. if they've got a smaller loan? Well, the way, sort of not around that, but a way to sort of smooth that out for the other partners is if they've got smaller loans, so say one's got a loan of maybe 50,000, yeah. so the new partner coming in, they'll take a loan of to um, 250,000. The other three partners have got loans of 50,000. What you could do is refinance everything. So you no longer have sort of random, you know, buying loans or some practice loans in the practice name. You have just the one loan for everyone. Yeah. And then the other partners, what they could do in effect is release 200,000 uh, 200, yeah. from the uh, equity that they've built up over sort of 15, 20 years yeah. within that. And obviously it's it's their money and they can do with what they want with that. So I suppose if you look at it at the moment, if you've got maybe a large mortgage sure. and you want to sort of, you know, pay that down, it might be on a high interest rate, pay that 200000 over to your personal mortgage either reduce that or if, you, if you're in a good position, pay that off in full. Yeah. And then what that will do is bring all the GPs to a, a loan parity. So everyone's on 250,000 yeah. within the uh, practice. The, the loans will be paid again by the notional rent. Yeah. And we'll see the, you know, if there's any sort of slight shortfall from drawings, but say so that will be the same and it will be divided by the share that they have. So 25, percent each um the other advantage is they get the the tax benefit of having a business loan which sure. they wouldn't get on their personal mortgage they may even want to you know again even in a better position and haven't got a personal mortgage they might want to put a lump sum into their pension sure. now with the pension changes um they may sort of have that and obviously that that would be a good investment for them going forward um and it's just a good way of Securing the loan against the freehold because that'll do that'll bring down the um, rate as well for the clients. Because yeah. if you're doing an unsecured loan, you may be looking at a rate of sort of maybe three, four percent. Where if you're doing the loan against the freehold and you're in a you know, nearly fully secure position, because the banks will do 100% finance for GP practices, the rate could be something starting with a two. So it's a lot cheaper for the the, um, the partner buying in and obviously for the other guys who are in the partnership, they're releasing money from the business, which they would have had to wait until yeah. someone else retired and you've got all that money sort of tied up within that business. So you release it a little bit early and obviously still you know, either enjoy that money or make that money go to work for you in the meantime. I think it's, it's a great idea because i think for the the older partners in the, the partnership it gives them an opportunity to release their equity before they have to exit which they yeah. so they gives them the flexibility um yes yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a good angle if it can be achieved and if all partners are in agreement ultimately you've got to get their agreement everyone has to be in agreement that, to do that's it. The, yeah so that's that's the, the point really i suppose yeah. on on the first scenario the buy-in loan yeah it's 
you know, you're just arranging that loan for them directly and obviously they're buying out the, the partner, taking their money and going. Where in this scenario, the other partners will need to sort of agree to it and sort of come on board with it. But, yeah. you know, there are practices doing that because they see the benefit of one, it's nicer for the partner coming in because, again, the yeah. loan will be in the practice name. There's only one loan because sometimes you can buy into a practice. You, you've arranged a loan for maybe 250000 to buy in, but the practice may have other loans in the practice name that suddenly you're, you're liable for sure. as well because you're, you've become a partner. Yeah. So you sort of take all that out of the equation. You've just got the one loan and it just sort of puts everyone on an even kill so that going forward, you know, the partner coming in is happy. The existing partners are hopefully happy that they've yeah. managed to release some funds. And then even when you, you're coming to that point again of someone exiting, they'll just come on to the, the partnership loan and they'll do the same thing again. So you sure. just keep sort keep of going, repeating, going, repeating, going. repeating, repeating. Yeah, so it it sort of takes away the the, the panic of, of people buying in as well. And even if you're, you haven't got a new partner coming in, but someone's retiring you can still do this with the other partner so if you know in this scenario we've used sort of four but if someone's retiring and there's free staying but a new partner's not coming in mm. you can still do that with the other three partners you know you can still arrange a loan for them to buy out the exiting partner still and then you just keep the the three partners instead of four going forward does that make sense yeah, no, no, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. sense makes sense so so yeah. now for any potential GPs out there or for any potential um, accountants out there who have GPs as clients, how, how should they reach out to you? What, what can you do? What would you do to help them? Yeah, so I'm more than happy for, so as Samira, we're more than happy to have a conversation with anyone. We can do an initial chat with them free of charge just to see if we can help them and sort of take it forward. We do evening calls as well if that's easier because we know people are busy during the day sort of doing appointments, etc. So we could do that and sort of just go through the different scenarios based on their practice as well. So it makes it a little bit more real for them on what we can do. And so as you put some figures together for them so they can understand the difference. Okay. And if they needed us to sort of present that to the practice and do like a joint, you know, we'll do a meeting, school yeah. presentation, you know, we're, we're more than happy to do that. So everyone understands the process in doing it. In terms of the practice, they're, they're going to get evaluation as part of the buying anyway. Yeah. So as long as that valuation is on the bank's panel, it shouldn't really cost them any much. It shouldn't cost them much more really to do that yeah. in terms of putting everything together. So it's, you know, it, it's just an easy way to, to attract new partners to, to your business okay. or to the practice. Okay. All right. Brilliant. Okay. So thank you, Dan. I think that's been really, really useful. Um, so for anyone who's looking to raise finance, if you're a GP or, you're, you're an accountant or a GP seeking finance to buy in, um, give Dan a shout. Um, all his details will follow um, and uh, we'll be delighted to help. Okay. Thank you, Dan, for today. Thanks, Simon. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. And that's a wrap for another episode of the Unstoppable Business Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it today and please do share us on social media and make sure you do subscribe. Thank you very much.